Welcome to From the Outside Looking In with your hosts Patrick Bannis and Andy Leoskos. Come on in. All right, all right. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back once again. Welcome to From the Outside, bud. Looking all in, bud. Canada's number one show about property hunting. That's right. We go to Saskatchewan. We go, like, anywhere in, really, Ontario. Ontario. Uh, yeah, we'll go to, like, Berta. We do a lot of property scouting in Berta on the outside looking in, bud. We'll go to Timmy's for breakfast. Nah, I'm just kidding. I just had nothing else to say. Welcome to From the Outside Looking In, the show about everything, the show about nothing, the show about Patrick and I talking about comic books and movies, and sometimes we cry, sometimes we don't. It's all up in the air, uh, but yeah, you know the deal. We like comics, we like movies, we like sports, and we talk about those things with you guys. Happy New Year to you, everyone, to the first show of 2022. A little holiday hiatus for the boys over here at Patrick, uh, at Patrick, at Patrick, <laughs> at Patrick, 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 Patrick. I'm Dot looking com. at you. You're fucking beautiful on the FaceTimes here. But anyways, welcome to the, From the Outside Looking In. I am Andy Liascos. With me, as always, the Yen Wu Ping to my Samo Hung, Mr. Patrick Banis, the 2022 version. Woohoo! Get it. What's going in on, bud? 2022, bud. Yeah, it's snowing, it's icing, it's all that, bud. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's been a snowy, uh, it's been a snowy day, really. Yeah, yeah. Happy uh, MLK Day to everybody. It is Martin Luther King Day. It is January 17th. Shouts to Dr. King. I don't know where to go with that, but uh, yeah. Uh, resist? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, uh, teach critical race theory in schools. How about that? Let's what? go there. Yeah. What? Just teach history. Just teach well, history. Well, I mean, I mean, another word for critical race theory is just American <laughs> history. Like, that's all it is, right? Like, it's yeah, just, just being honest history. about American history. Yeah. Yeah, there's no such thing as, as critical race theory. There's just, there's American you have history. To, you have to name it that, right? Because you don't, like, you know, like, like... We were the bad guys? Like, we got to say that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Hans, are we the baddies? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> I mean, I can't think of any other organization that has a skull as a logo. <laughs> Pirates? <laughs> Pirates are fun. Nobody's saying we're not fun. <laughs> if you don't know what that's from, it's it's a, an amazing... Just look up are, are We the Baddies and enjoy that on YouTube for a good seven minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, Pat. How the hell you doing, bud? Uh, hold on a sec. I'm about to be I'm about to do a little, a little, little, uh, man, man. Oh, little, what, what is be that? Doing. This chocolate is, stout. This is the Flying Monkey, the Chocolate Manifesto, Triple Chocolate Milk Stout. And if you look at this can, I don't know if you can see this. It is the busiest can. Oh, I there's have, a lot of shit going on there. Yeah, I can see it. So bro. much going on here. Um. This dates back to the end of golf season. We went to a, a brewery, and I they had a, a great 
uh, great beer fridge, set of beer fridges, and they had a whole bunch of stuff in there, and it was like, you know, make a six-pack, and, you know, I, I forget what the discount was. It was like a $45 six-pack, I'm not going to lie. And this was like probably $16. Nice. Because it's a 10% milk stout. So, um, as, you know, as any milk stout should be, a milk stout should be a drinker. You know right, what I mean? Right. So last night I had the uh, Victory Storm King. Mm, yeah, that's um, a good Imperial one too. Stout. Nice, nice, real great. It is stout, stout and porter uh, weather right now. So. You know it, buddy. So, yeah. you know, I'm still not drinking. But oh, if man. I were, I would be having a stout or a porter. Oh, um, buddy, this is going down so smooth. I'm oh, it be, is. Oh, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. At 10%, you know, I'm going to be buzzing before this. I know. You know what that reminds me of, that can? There's so many fucking words on there, right? It reminds they. That's what, like, posters were what in, like, houses. 1912. No, in, like, 1912, right? Like, where you, like, yeah, like, like that was marketing in, like, 1912, where yeah. you would just throw a bunch of words on a billboard and people would be like, I guess I'm going to read this. Oh, yeah. You know I, I mean? I remember seeing, like, the picture for a, um, it wasn't even like a speakeasy. It was like a, it was like a, like a, like a food and beverage stand somewhere. And they had all sorts of, it was just, you know, it was wooden paneling all the way around and stuff. And then there was like a counter and then there was somebody behind the, behind the counter. And it was just words everywhere, just all over the place. And they were oh, just, yeah. you know, they were just run on sentences of like a menu and i was like, all right well this is what they did you know before yeah. that was like you know before we had microsoft word to give us a page layout i don't know yeah i, I don't know before <laughs> before michel foucault wrote wrote the order of things right, right. and uh, yeah and <laughs> before real theory yes yes it's going deep on my uh deep cuts my my philosophy 101 reading list with Michel Foucault. Um, but anyways, other than that, Pat, you got a little beer, you got a little beard, and it's a big beard. It's a big beard. It's yeah. luscious. Yeah, props to you, my friend. Props Lush. to you. Lush. Other than uh, Snowocalypse, uh, <laughs> Cron. oh, a fucking Tsunami. None of these are good. If there's like a swarm of locusts, we're we're all we're done for. Like California got hit by a tsunami. I feel like it's only a matter of time, right? I mean, these are weird times. Yes. And they <laughs> it's it's uh they have a massive coastline. Let's just be honest. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's but bound I mean, to happen. But other than these things, what's going on in the world today, bud? Uh I mean, you're cool. But has anyone made an Oreo cookie in your honor? No. No. But there's about to be one in support of the Batman. Oh, Batman's getting an Oreo. So, uh, Warner Global Media is releasing a number of promos for the new Batman film. Um, one of which is a special edition Oreo cookie that's going to be sold in select markets worldwide. For some odd reason, not America, the fattest nation on the planet. So I feel like they just didn't want that money. I don't know. I, you know, so it's, uh, it's kind of embarrassing. Wait, we're there's going to be a limited edition cookie. Yes. And we are not getting it. Correct. Yo. 
Yeah. That's yeah. not cool. Yeah. That's not cool. Yeah, we're not we are not one of those markets. Um, Nerdist uh, had a, an article about it and they show an actual picture of what the cookie's going to look like with you know, the Batman on the on the cookie. On the so cookie, yeah. You know, I mean, it's the is, head is it, and the, the 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 emblem and the cape and like you said. I mean, it's still just an Oreo, right, with Batman's face on it. Correct. Okay. Correct. Not I mean, the worst part of this. Not the worst part of this marketing effort. Um, uh, there was. It, it gets like super double bougie. Um, the DC Comics uh, press release for this. And I'm quoting now. Okay. Warner Glo- Warner Media Global Brands and Experiences to launch most robust Batman film product collection in over a decade with luxe lifestyle merch and more inspired by the Batman. What? I don't even know what that means. So bougie. Uh, Saks yeah, Fifth, I, Fifth I, Avenue is going to have stuff. Um, I, I don't, you know, I, apparently Venus Williams is going to be part of this. It's insane. I, I just, I mean, I get it. They want to market the movie and I'm all for that, but this is a little bit highbrow for, I think the nerds who are going to be watching this movie. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. It's, um, I'm, I'm pumped on the preview. The preview looks dope. Like, uh, uh, the, the most, one of the most recent ones we posted on the Facebook and it does look real nice. Yeah, real fun. Yeah. It looks good. It looks good. Um, you know, I, I think Batman has always been DC's most solid offering mm-hmm. uh, from from a film standpoint, right? At the very least, you know what I mean. 100%. I can't think of. I can't think of another series of films uh, that have been commercial and critical as much of a commercial and critical success. Uh, for DC as as like the Batman series, right? Yeah, yeah. Whether whether that's Michael Keaton, right, or 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 uh, Christian Bale's Batman, right? We yeah. We th- I thank you for clarifying that. I was going to say when you're saying critical success, and then there's like a bat suit with nipples. I'm like, there was some critical. We, we oh were yeah, criti- yeah, we yeah, were yeah, critical yeah. about that. We but... don't we don't talk about George Clooney's Batman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right. It's it's an insult to Batman, and it's it's an insult to George Clooney, who I honestly just enjoy as an actor. You know what I mean? Like I like when you think of any other George Clooney movie, I'm like kind of in on it. Yeah. You know what I, you know what I mean? Like it's it's I'm always like you know what? I like George Clooney. He seems like a decent guy. I would I would hang out with George Clooney. Hell yeah! And like you know, like I would t- I'd be like, dude, I really liked you in uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Oh That's yeah, like great movie, my, great it's movie. One of my favorite movies, Men Who Stare at Goats. I fucking loved that. Uh, you know what I mean, to continue on <laughs> with something for every fan. Other fashion brands, uh, other fashion brands capturing the Batman vibe include, for the first time in DC history, a Carhartt partnership with coats, t-shirts, hoodies, and pants. And Tomboy X t-shirts and underwear. I don't know what Tomboy X is, but I do know what Carhartt is. And I think yeah, that I that's know. I think that that's gonna be pretty hilarious that they're gonna put their name on stuff. Um so so it looks like they're gonna I, go all out for this. Um I, I, I Puma apparently Puma's gonna be in on this, so that could be kind of oh, cool. Okay, all right, all right. I'm back, I'm back. You got me. I, I one like, of the I, things I, one of the things that I've seen, and I know that you will totally dig this. And I, and I don't know why I don't jump on this sooner because it's, oh, I'm sure limited edition stuff. Adidas always has really killer Star Wars couture, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yes. Especially yeah. like the track suits. 
Yeah, I never so, jump in on that. You know who also has really killer, like, you know who kills it in the limited edition uh, crossover shoe game? Is it a Vans. No, uh, Vans. Vans. Oh, yeah, all right, cool. Vans kills it. Their Vans Star Wars were dope. They did that limited edition David Bowie run, and I regret not buying those David Bowie shoes till this day. Yep. They were so good. Yeah, they have, like, Adidas has a bunch of different uh, shoes, um, track suits, and it's like, I, I have too many, I have too many, like, track jackets the way that it is. Like, I can't. Sure, sure. I, I, I just got, like, another one, like, last month. I, I can't be getting more. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it sounds like they're going to go all out for Batman, and it's like, that's cool. I'm, I'm down. I'm with it. I'm hip. I'm, I'm, I'm something anyway. Yeah, you, you're ah. still rocking the Adidas tracksuit like it's like 1995 Britpop over there. Not the full suit, though. Like, if I had the jacket and the pants and, like, a collar, something that was wide open, and I had, like, a gold chain, and, you know, that would be very, very... Yeah, no, 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 sure, for sure. But it, it's, a, you know, it's, it's a look. Yeah. Let's just say it, it's yeah. a, uh, oh, it's a whole thing you got going on. Over it is, here. yeah. <laughs> all right, so Batman Carhartts are coming out. So that, you know, hey, for all those, uh, you know what, hey, comics are for everybody. It's for people wearing Adidas, people wearing Puma, people wearing Carhartts. Yeah. Get you some Batman gear. Enjoy it. Speaking of comics are for everybody, there are some occasions where comics are not for everybody because we're poor. Mm. Um, another great report that I just saw um, in the we also love auctions, but we're poor category. Um, original artwork for uh, Marvel Secret Wars number eight, which is the iconic... Um, first appearance. I, I I guess it's tied with the. I don't know, but it's a first appearance of the black black Spider Man. The black Spider Man costume. Yeah. Um, original artwork for page twenty five. That original artwork went up for auction, and that's you know Mike Zek did the artwork. Phenomenal artist, one of my faves. Um, someday we're gonna get to that. We're gonna have an episode where we talk about our fave artists. Um, but he's definitely one of mine. Um. Can you can you even fathom a guess at what this this page of original artwork um, sold for? One point five million. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Um, it apparently was a record. Um, I think it went through Heritage Auctions, which is an auction house out of Dallas, and I've actually bought um, some stuff through Heritage Auctions. Um, it it sold for three point three million dollars. Whoa! It is basically uh, I don't know. It, it's it's one of the interior pages where right after he um, he's all tore up from fighting and they he thinks I don't know whatever he touches some whatever and they show him it's this costume of him with his arms outstretched and he's wearing the whole black costume for the first time. Just that uh, just that story page. Um, it's the highest price that was ever paid for an, inter an interior story page, not a cover, but a story page um, in comic book history. Um, there are covers 
that have sold for for more, right? Um, Frank right, Rosetta, right. who's a, a really really famous artist in the fantasy genre, um, one of his covers, one of his original covers, sold for five and a half million in like 2019. Um, so like it's out there, but wow, yeah, wow. no, I mean yeah, that that's impressive. I don't know how surprising it is. Art is a huge commodity right now. Um, a lot of people are buying and investing in, in art and uh, comic books are hugely popular. So uh, I could definitely see a lot of things, you know, going, you know, going for huge price tags. Yeah. I mean, I've, um, I have been on heritage auctions a bunch and it is not uncommon for them to uh, routinely sell at auction interior original artwork. I've seen it a lot. And it's never cheap. Like it is. Yeah, right, right. I don't even mess with it because it's like a. I don't even know what I would do with it. I mean, yeah, I know right, what I would right. do with it, but I, I don't know. You know, um, but like it's just like massively expensive. Like more expensive than like comics. Just like the comics that they have on their auctions. Like you know, they'll they'll often sell you know raw and slab comics, but the the original artwork a lot of times is far more expensive. So it's just, it was just an amazing thing to see. Um, so it's like a three panel page. Um, two thirds of the page is this one picture of Spider-Man. Um, and then the other two are, are other panels. Um, but it's just like, wow. So yeah, I mean, it would be cool if we could afford this kind of stuff, but man, I'll tell you what. So speaking of Spider-Man and cash money, um, we talked about last episode, uh, some of our predictions for Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, I, if you'll recall, I, I, you know, very famously said that this is going to be a billion-dollar movie. Um, so we're, you know, uh, you know, I guess we're probably a month in by now. Um, and some of the things that Spider-Man managed to accomplish uh, is the third biggest opening weekend of all time, uh, two hundred fifty-three million in the states that weekend a, during a pandemic during a pandemic which is like i mean um it's pretty unbelievable uh the other opening weekends that it kind of is up there with um avengers infinity war 257 million it's opening weekend that's only four million dollars more and this is during a pandemic Right. Um, that was in 2018, yep. and then Avengers Endgame in 2019. That was 357 million in uh, in the opening weekend. So it's just an unreal uh, amount of money, and it only took uh, 10 days to break a billion dollars worldwide. Right. That's yeah. It's it's unbelievable, and it is It's it's responsible for nearly two million new COVID cases. I. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I want to see the stats on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah. Way to go, Spidey. Your friendly neighborhood Spidey. I'd I would like to see the contact tracing on that one. <laughs> I saw it uh, I saw it Christmas Eve. I saw it at um, a movie tavern, so we were spaced out in, you know, it was a, a, a much smaller crowd. You know, we're talking like 30 people, 40 people. Um, so, you know, a lot less people. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, that the possibility probably exists, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I'm sure, you know, it, it is what it is. I did not see it cause I don't go to the theater right now. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I still want to see it, but I'll wait for it to be uh, as soon as it's 20 bucks. I'll spend that 20 bucks. Totally worth uh, it. It's going to be totally worth it. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm pumped on it for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of curious. Uh, I'm curious when it's going to hit Disney Plus because I would really, really like to. I'd really like to talk it through. I feel like there's a full Spider-Man episode, like a full No Way Home episode. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah, we should definitely do a full Spider-Man episode. We should talk about all the Spider-Man, uh, Spider, Spider-Men's, right, a- as they appear in this movie, and uh, maybe, you know, deep dive into the character of Spidey. He's definitely one of our faves. 100%. Um, yeah, I think... One of those, if this was a Venn diagram, you know, it's one of those areas where, where we cross, right, is on Spider-Man. Just so. a circle. Yeah, it's just it's just a circle, solid circle on the Venn diagram. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, that, that would be dope. Um, I did uh, I did just, I was texting, uh, you know, our number one supporter and, and sometime in guest studio, uh, Sweet Lou, uh, I, I finally watched uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife uh, this weekend, and I absolutely loved it. He was like, huh, three months later. I'm like, bud, I don't go to the theater. Like, I I would I would have seen it opening day if, like, I didn't fucking live in this shitty timeline that we live in, right? Like, whatever whatever Earth 362 we're on, this one sucks. Right. I want to go back to Earth 15 where we we get to go and see movies and shows and shit like that, and it's not a problem. I want to redo. I want to redo. I want to redo <laughs> where, the, where the grocery store has plenty of food and I can go places. Ah. That's, that's what I want. Fucking, I would have never fucking survived, like, anything tougher than this. Yeah, I mean, like, like fucking, like, if I had to go through, like, uh, um, yeah, like the stock market crash in the Great Depression. I no way I would have survived. There's you'd be that, no way. You would be you'd be that dude from Jupiter's uh, Jupiter's was it Jupiter's Circle? Oh yeah, yeah, whatever that show was. The dad who jumps off the top of the building. Oh yeah, just like just walked right off. Yeah. I, and but Talking the thing is like, but I yeah, but it wouldn't even <laughs> it wouldn't even have been like like at least that dude like he like. He he was super rich and he got fucked in Black Friday, right? Like it was like it was like horrible. I would have been like, uh, well, I mean, I didn't really lose that much. Like, not you know, like we all have nothing now. And then like I would have like went outside and been like, all right, I'm gonna go get food. And I would have went into a bread line and I've been like, fuck this line, it's way too long. There's no way, there's no way I'm living in a world where I gotta wait two hours for a piece of bread. And then that's when I would have walked off the building. Well, remember, um, he uh, he had been gambling with the company's pension fund. Oh yeah, yeah. He didn't just fuck himself and his yeah. family. He took down the entire. He company. took down everybody, and that's why he took yeah, a yeah, walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for so, sure. Anyway, that's right. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, mine would not be that like noble or altruistic or, yeah. or heavy. You know what I mean? I would be like, man, I don't like soup this much. Yeah. Right. <laughs> man. So, hey, uh. We do a mixed media moment. You know, speaking of uh, movies, movies, comics, books, books and stuff, graphic novels, eight track players, wah wah pedals, remix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wind it back. Let's hear that one. Oh, it's good. Good. So we both got the opportunity finally to watch, and I actually did it a second time um, the other night. Uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings on yes. uh, Disney Plus. Yeah, I I kind of want to take just a, a another second to like piss off Frenchie, aka Lucifer, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Because he always talks about like, oh, you guys are finally like, I, I was like, like, like we should we should have made a joke. Like, we're going to review Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, we're finally yeah, gonna... I mean, like, 1994's hit. Smash hit from 1994. Yeah, right. We're finally going to cover it. We're going to talk about whatever we talk about when we talk about it. We're going to get to it. It's not, this isn't necessarily a very topical show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like everyone else, Lou, we don't spoil everything for people. We wait a little bit. We let it marinate. Yeah. Let it marinate. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like letting a steak rest. Yes, yeah, I mean, you have you to. Give it that 10 minutes. It's so much better. Oh, yeah, you have to. So we're just letting it rest. And so we shall. Uh, so, um, what do we say about Shang-Chi? So, um, it's not Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, I'll not, tell you that. <laughs> it is not, but, uh, there are, um. But Michelle Yeoh is in it. Michelle Yeoh is in it. So, um, even, even, she was in a 1994 smash and now she's in a two, 2021 smash. Right, right, yeah. I, I, I feel, I feel like I have, I have made Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon too old. I feel like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was definitely like 1999 or 2000 or something like that. And so... Yeah, it's definitely 19... not 94. Yeah, no. Uh, but Michelle Yeoh was also in uh, Jackie Chan's Super Cop, which was probably around 1994. So... Who's also in Tomorrow Never Dies, uh, yes. James Bond. Yep, yep. In yep. 1997. Mm-hmm. So... Um, and the yep. guy who plays... Uh, what's his name? When when Wu who who's who's the uh, who's who's the, his name is uh, it's it's Tony Lung right is the actor Tony Lung uh, is um, yeah Wen Wu is the father yeah um, he right, is right. he is the you know to a lesser degree the Mandarin yes yeah right exactly and uh, he is also uh, in uh, John Wu's Hard Boiled uh, from mm-hmm. the early nineties which is one of my favorite movies of all time so. The cast, at least the supporting cast, is very good. Um, yeah, this is one of um, Tony Long is. Um, I, I know we're not probably not saying it right. Um, it's L E U N G. It's like Long right. or Long. Yeah, Long, yeah. Long. But anyway, he is one of um, Asians, Asia's the continent. You know, Asia's yeah. most successful and recognized actors. So this was a huge get for um, the MCU yeah, yeah, sure. to have him in, um, and it, it it gives them a lot of cred. And he played a great part. And his, I actually, you know, as far as characters in this movie go, he was probably, you know, the best. He was my favorite character in the movie. And like that, I like, at least from an acting standpoint, but even his acting wasn't that great. And so um, we'll get into the plot and all that. Like the cinematics were beautiful. Like I thought that was really good. Um, Man, like. I, like, I don't know who did the choreography on this, and I don't want to sound like all, like, you know, like, whatever, but I feel like it wasn't Yen Wu Ping. And when you have, like, when you're doing Marvel's first, like, real, like, martial arts kind of movie, you know what I mean? Like, I felt like the fight scenes, even the wire fight scenes from the very beginning could have been done way better. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm a huge, I'm a huge, like, I love Westerns. I also really love old school Kung Fu movies. You know what I mean? And, like, this was a miss on many, many levels. Well, I mean, look, for starters, find um, find a great Kung Fu scene on a moving bus 
and let's compare and contrast. Yeah. All right. Fair. Right? But but I can also like say like take the the first scene where 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 Wen Wu fights his uh, eventual wife. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like in a bamboo field. Right. Even with magical powers and flying around, I can name a thousand better fight scenes than that particular one. I you think I mean? it was meant to. I think it was really meant to contrast the two different styles. Styles. Sure. Like, yeah, she's right? she's she's circular. He's straightforward and aggressive. I can still name a thousand better fight scenes from a choreographing standpoint than that one. Like I I felt like it was just a miss okay. on on that part of it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I mean I don't. I mean I don't think, and I didn't watch all of Iron Fist, so how would I know if that had any good kung fu in it? Yeah, any no, good martial I know. arts or anything. Yeah. But yeah, but going back to to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, right? Like when you take that fight scene on those bamboo trees of Chow Yun Fat, oh yeah, who's not a martial artist at all, right? Like like that's epic and beautiful. Yeah, but you're comparing. Different. I mean, you're 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 setting the bar astronomically high. That nah, fight, the, that the fight scene, the fight scenes in Crouching not, Tiger, Hidden Dragon, it's not like, were it's like. Not like I mean, they were there. There was so much critical acclaim for the fight choreography in that movie that you're setting a bar so high. Marvel Comics is never going to meet a bar like that. All never. right, well then, meet. You need to slum it a little bit, buddy. Right, yeah, well, believe me, meet like once upon a time, once upon a time in China with like Jet Li. Like those fight scenes. Are, I mean, they're they're amazing. Like. It could have done. It could have been done better. Yeah, right? I know. I mean, I, 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 agree to an extent, but I disagree in that this movie is not necessarily meant to be a a martial arts film. It is really meant to be a. It is a it is a comic book fantasy film, and so sure. you know, and and, and I don't think they're going to which has a huge martial arts element to it, right? Like the the whole thing. Is, is is like the Ten Rings becomes part of of his martial arts style and his power. Like when he like is firing the rings, he's not just like Iron Man floating in the air blasting it. He's doing it in these these you know big. Well, he's using the rings to propel him. He's using the rings yeah, to yeah, hold sure. him. He's yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure, right? But uh, but he's also doing it like while like throwing a fist and throwing a punch. Yeah, you know I mean like like. The choreography from just a martial arts standpoint, this is, it's not a pure martial arts movie, but it is a Marvel martial arts movie. Right. And right, like, like some of the, yeah, like when, when, when they got, uh, um, George St. Pierre in Falcon and the Winter Soldier or in, in Captain America, right? Like there was better, that was a better fight scene. Like they were able to convey that story through fight better than they did in Shang-Chi. Okay. Which I feel like is, is a huge miss. No, that's fair. I mean, look, I'm not. I, I we're gonna agree to disagree on this one, you know, because I, I think that that's it plays a smaller role in what the the overall film is, right? Um, but yeah, it's that's that's fine. Um, I feel like if like it was such an opportunity for them to make a killer fight like movie, right? Uh, about you know, especially especially given the subject matter, right? <clears throat> and like uh, you know, Shang Shi's brutal training, right? And like you know, being sent sure. out as a as a fourteen year old boy to like you know become an assassin, right? Yeah, you know I mean, like I you know, like that part of it could have been done because it is a big part of the culture 
of the character and of the story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they do a great job with capturing um, Asian culture. Um, even from just Katie's like family home life, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, about how they, you know, about how they think that she needs to get a better job and make something of herself, and she and you like then then her her like grandmother like stops Shang Chi and is like, when are you guys gonna get married? And it's like, no, we're just friends. We're in the friend zone. We're yeah. in the friend zone the whole time. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it succeeds there, right? And I mean, 100%. and. It, and it it was uh you know lighthearted and and yeah like it, it was all the things that marvel does well right like it's uh it's little bit of comedy was good right um yeah shout i did. Out, shout out to ben kingsley for doing what he did in that coming movie. back in yeah you know I, I and they did a great job building up to this because before this movie was released they did some really small shortcuts on Disney Plus of um, the Ten Rings and Ben Kingsley. So there was there's a very very small I think it's like eight to eleven minutes where um, Kingsley's in prison and they come in to have an interview with him and they've been having interviews with him for a long time and then finally this guy is like going to try to like kill him and then he re- and then like. Ben Kingsley realizes, like, this is a guy from the actual Ten Rings organization that he was, like, an imposter for. And I'm trying to remember Iron Man 3. I thought that it was Justin Hammer who put him up to that, but I could be wrong. Yeah, um, I thought so, too. I, I, I I, yeah, it's been a while, but I think so, yeah. yeah. So, like, he was kind of a patsy, and, you know, and, and so this is, like, them. So they, like, uh, kidnap him. They basically kidnap him. And yeah. so this is where this is where like this makes sense. Like they kind of built, they kind of set that up so that it would make sense in the film. Not that, you know, who cares if it does or if it doesn't, whatever. But um, I'm trying to remember exactly how the film opened. If the film opens with a, I believe the film opens with like a history of of the Ten Rings of the and Ten how Rings. When, yeah, it yeah, starts. It starts in subtitles. Will, yeah, right. Yeah, so it starts with with him finding the Ten Rings, becoming immortal, and like. Then starting the Ten Rings organization and basically, uh, you know, secretly behind the scenes controlling every empire and right. every every world government, right? And then right. he hears of the village of Tao Lo and then sets – and that it, this is like in modern time, like 90s, right? Like yep. when he sets out to find Tao Lo to, yeah. to find the – to find – the fighting style of the gods. So again, it's kind of an important part of the story, <laughs> the fighting aspect of it, right? Yeah, I mean, w- once again, we're going to continue to disagree on this one. We're going to agree to yeah. disagree. Yeah, right, um, right. But like he, I, I thought they could have done a better job showing the actual origins of the Ten Rings. Well, they, they'll do that later on, but how he actually like discovers them, yeah, he just right, kind of sure. has them. Like when the movie starts, he has them. Yeah, and after he's like, conquered there was, everything, there was after, this dude, and he he got a horse, and then he had these ten rings, and right. like, he fucked up China. Yeah. <laughs> so like after he like conquered everything, and over the years, like hundreds of years, he like conquered stuff. He cho- he you know he changed his focus onto this kind of like mystical stuff where he you know the mortal realm of Earth. He had conquered everything he could conquer, right? So he goes to Talo. Um, he meets um, Ying Li, who becomes his wife. She's a protector of she's of of the the 
of this secret magical village. Yep. Um, they have a great. I, I I like the contrast in fighting styles, but they they fall in love. She leaves. We don't really know why or how she leaves. Right? How that happens. Yep. Um, there could be some weird circumstances there for sure. Um, and they fall in love. They have kids. And this is where you have Shang-Chi and Jiling. Mm-hmm. And there's this. Um, and I don't know if it's I assume I assume that it is a historically accurate representation, but it is also a incredibly patriarchal representation of like how everything is like laser focused on Shang-Chi, his son, you know, reaching a certain level where he can right. then take over the business. And like his and then all throughout, you see that like um Xi Ling is like constantly ignored, but she goes off and does stuff on her own anyway, right? She's like, anything you can do, I can do better. Right. And so she's doing that stuff. Well, for the for the for the first part of their lives, like Wen Wu had taken a step back from like running the ten rings. Well, yeah, yeah. That was kind somebody, of the yeah, somebody, trade-off. Somebody, like what is it that Lee leaves or does she die? Well, she so she leaves her village. And the I guess the agreement is he'll leave the village alone if she comes with him. And he puts the rings away, right? And he becomes an honest man, I guess, right? Yeah, right, right, right. Um, I, I, so, you know, you can delve into, like, the shadiness or the weirdness of that deal somewhere else. So he puts it, away it, the rings. It's an arranged marriage. You it's know? like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, to save the village or whatever. Yeah. Um, after, like, a while, even though he's training Shang-Chi, Right, they're training him. This is still a thing, but right. he's just not actively like when Wu is not actively using the rings. Right, uh, but he's also not running the Ten Rings organization. Um, yeah, I guess not. I guess he's, he's not. not. He's but not. I mean, it's and he's weird. Not like, really how are you? Grooming. How are you like running the or? How are you? How are you abandoning the organization, but then like brutally training your child? How does this work? Right. I. I. I let's see. You know? So, at some point, he goes on a trip and he leaves. And during this, you know, this trip, uh, his enemies, the Iron Gang, come yeah, to I, his compound. Ying Li is murdered by his enemies. Well, yeah, the yeah. Iron Gang. Well, yeah, yeah, the, yeah it's the Iron Gang. That's, now, yeah. that's why he goes back into, like... Well, yeah, he, once they took he, his wife from him. Yeah, 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 right. And then he, he puts on the Ten Rings again and is like, I'm gonna fuck shit up. Yeah. Right. So maybe this is where this is where like Xi Ling does training on her own. I kind of like you see that everything kind of happens real somewhat quickly there. And so you could see how you would like kind of maybe miss that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, for sure. I mean, it, it, I had to look it up because I couldn't remember. Yeah. I was like, didn't she die? You oh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, she died. Yeah. And, and, you know, and so then. All right. I, I'm back. All right. So. You back? Technical difficulties. We're experiencing technical yeah. difficulties. Please. It's stand high by. winds. It's high winds. So yeah, we got it I, out here I, too. It's like thirty mile an hour winds. It's wild. Yeah. So if all if all of a sudden my shit just drops out, it's like the power. Yeah, we'll figure it out. out. We'll yeah. figure it out. We'll do magic. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, a- after this, they switch to present day, and you meet Shang Chi, who's Sean, and he's yeah, a parking he's in ballet. San Francisco. In well, San Francisco. I, well, we skipped we skipped a part. So after Yinling dies. Right, he goes hardcore, puts the ten rings on, and because 
Yinling doesn't die before Shang-Chi, like, before he really starts, like, sending, like, grooming Shang-Chi to take over. Yeah, the, the hardcore training doesn't start until after she dies. Yeah, and then, then he sends him out, like, on an assassination mission at, like, the age of 14. Right. And then after that, he's like, fuck this. Sean runs away. Yeah. And, and, and then so, he goes to San Francisco, and then we meet him, and now he's Sean. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, they're, they're, you know, hanging out with their friends. They're, like, joyriding in other people's cars. Cool story. Yeah, um, right. They're like, woo! They're on the bus coming home, and they get attacked by some randos who want to steal the pendant, this jade pendant, that he's wearing that his mother gave him. Yep. He is clearly like, you know, you see immediately like he knows what's going on. And Katie's like, what the like he start he just starts kung fu fighting and um and everybody's like, she's like, what? And you know, I love the dude on the bus. Hey, it's your boy. I'm on the bus. Um I took a I took a few classes in martial arts. I'm gonna try to rate this fight. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right, right. That's like me. That's me in this whole movie right there. Is I, I, I'm, I'm personified the by the yeah. I'm I'm personified by this man on the train. Yeah. So um, they they do this fight, but they also have to save the bus because like the brakes get cut, and it's like one of those double long buses, which I've actually been on those. They're terrifying to be on. They're like a mile long. Um, oh yeah, those are the worst. They're the they're weird. Um, but you couldn't have like a double decker because, you know, San Francisco is like full of hills. So it makes sense. So like, you know, Sean's yeah, you fighting. You take all... a corner in one of those and fall right over, you know? Well, so this is where it's speaking of taking a corner. Like this is where like I kind of had some issues with it. But it's like, you, you know, once again, this is the Marvel. This is Marvel Comics. You have to like suspend disbelief. But like the second time that the after the brakes get cut, that she busts a hard right with this bus that has no brakes. And I'm like, right. yo, there's no way that's happening without that bus rolling. I'm sorry, that no. bus is rolling. It's hitting its side. It's gonna roll into some buildings. There's no way I this happens. Half, I was half expecting Sandra Bullock to be driving the bus because <laughs> that's the only way that becomes believable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Only Sandra Bullock can actually do this. Um, so like after this happens, like you know, Katie's like, "Yo, what is what is what's your deal, dude?" And so he still does not really, he kind of tells her a little bit, but it's like, yo, I'm gonna tell you on this flight when we go to Macau. Like what? Those are, that's friends right there. Friends yeah. Friends are when you're, when you're 10 year, your friend of 10 years all of a sudden becomes Bruce Lee and whoops a bunch of people's asses. And is like, yo, we have to go to Asia. And you're like, yeah. I'm coming with you, but you're a valet and tickets to Asia are not cheap. Yeah, and not only are we going to Asia, we're going to Macau. Yeah. Right? Like, which is like the gambling capital of China. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. So they, they go, they, they get there, and they get into this club. They're looking for his sister. Yep. And they, she started an underground fight club. Yeah, so they're in this under... Of course she has. Of course she has. And so, like, you know, they're like, oh, you're going to fight. You signed this paper. Yeah, like, they get in the bus, like, you had a sign to get in. It's like, okay. And they're walking in like, yeah, you, you know, he's like, I'm not going to fight. He's like, no, you, you are. You signed, you signed the agreement. Like when you came in, he's like, uh Oh, so there's some fighting. We see Wong and yep. we also see the abomination. Yeah. Um, so there's a fight between those two and then, and this is where the fun stuff is. This is where there's like little, uh, little Easter eggs, right? Easter eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Afterwards in the locker room, 
he like portals open to the basement of the um oh uh, what do we call what's that place called the house the Sor- uh, yeah yeah the sorcerer yeah, supreme the, the, house the sanctum sanctum sanctorum uh, so he portals in and you see the glass cages that you will later see in Spider-Man No Way Home. Ah, see, I didn't know that. That's an Easter egg that I didn't really catch because all right. Um, so I haven't then, seen No Way Home. And then weirdly enough, like Abomination follows him, so it's like okay, that's cool. I don't know what's going on there, but you know, whatever, it's cool. You know, yeah. Cool. Marvel characters doing Marvel shit. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's all good, all good. So then, um, the Ten Rings come to the compound, and uh, well, let, let me rephrase that. After Wong and Abomination fight. Sean has to fight. Um, he fights like, you know, their most famous fighter, his sister. Yep. She whoops, she beats his ass. He's like, I'm not going to fight. I'm not really going to fight, so he's holding back. Um, they have some weird flashbacks back and forth to their from their youth to present day. And then she just knocks him out, which is awesome. Yeah. And yeah. then they, they're like hanging out in the back. And she he's like explaining to her like dad's coming for us. And like Katie just makes a fat sack. He's like, you didn't bet against me, did you? She's like, no. But she totally did, which is awesome. Good for Katie. Get that loot. Yeah. Um, so then they, uh, you know, they attack. Um, there's a lot of fighting outside the building, which is pretty fun. Um, so there's some there's some fun choreography on, like, bamboo and um, wooden scaffolding around the building. Yeah. Um, then, then, uh, I, I, you know, I, I don't know. Do we ever really get to know who the trainer is in the Ten Rings? That one with the weird mask. I don't think we do. I don't think we ever get to hear who we don't. Yeah. We, we don't. We never get. We, it's never ever. You know, it's never identified. That person shows up. There's some fighting. You can tell that Sean is like totally. Um, you know, reaching back to his youth to be like, yo, I remember all the stuff you put me through. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill you. And he's just about to kill him, and then dad shows up. Yeah. And then and then dad's like, they have this little, he has like this little tender moment. And then they all go back to the compound, and they're all hanging out. And this is where things get really fantastic, if you will, um, which is super cool. Um, there's a lot of mythology-type stuff and a lot of, like, you know, cool um, mind-bending whatever where, like, he takes the... You know, he explains to them, like, I went looking for this place and, you know, I think I, I'm I'm hearing your mother. Your mother is calling to me. She's yeah. at this place. They're keeping her there. I need to go and get her. And they're like, they're like, what? This is whack, dude. You're you've lost. You've lost it, dude. Um, so he, like, explains to them, like, no, this is this is for real. And then he sh- he takes the two pendants and he puts them in these dragons, uh, this I don't even know. It's like an ivory sculpture or whatever. I don't know. And it creates the map to the forest, which totally moves around and stuff, which is super cool. Right. The forest Uh, is dope. Super dope. And so they're like, all right, Sean, you're going to totally leave my army. We're going to go and we're going to rescue your mom. He's like, yo, I'm not doing that. This is weird, dude. And so he's like, all right, throw them all in the brig and we'll deal with this later. While they're in like, while they're like jailed or whatever, they meet Trevor Slattery, a.k.a. Ben Kingsley. And they're like, you know... Wen Wu's jester. The jester, yeah. yeah. So they're like explaining, you know, he's like explaining stuff. And then the chicken pig comes out. 
the weird chicken pig comes out. Yeah. And that's funny. It was so, and then they break out. Um, you know, they find they find a way out, they break out. They're gonna go to this village, they end up in the village. They're driving around in a is it a BMW or is it just like a Subaru Forester? I don't even know which. I think it's a BMW. Yeah. With like yeah. razor fist all over the side doors, like, dude, this is that's pretty pretty wacky. Um, yeah, so the bamboo trees can't get them, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, not yeah. you can't get razor fist. No, no way. Um, so a lot of this all this mythical stuff is awesome. I love it. Um, I love that they are, they are just like balls deep in the fantasy of it all. Like, I think that's awesome. Um, they get to the village. There's all kinds of weird mythical creatures. Not mythical. Yeah, they're all mythical. They're like weird creatures. Yeah. Michelle, Michelle Yo comes out. She's like, yo, I'm your aunt. I'm like your auntie. Yeah. And they like take them in. They explain how... Um, they they do some stuff that is actually probably some for some sort of foreshadowing to like the multiverse stuff. Yeah, right. Um, where this like mythical dweller in darkness, the soul eater or whatever, comes out and they had to fight him off with the help of their great protector, which is like an awesome dragon. Who has also bestowed upon them a bunch of gifts, like dragon scale. Super yeah. awesome red dragon scale. Um so dad shows up. They have a big fight. Dad breaks free. He, like, beats up Sean again. It gets close. Like, for a minute there, it looks like Sean is actually going to finally beat his dad. And then he makes a crack at it. He makes a crack at his dad about his mom. And dad whoops his butt. Yeah. And he ends up in the ocean or in the water. He ends up in the lake. And so then, so you find, we, we find out that this dweller in darkness is actually calling to when Wu and is using his weakness to for ye, yeah for ye to like try to to uh, get him out like yeah you know he loves his wife he has a lot of grief and sadness um he's going to use that as a as a tool to get um you know to get the 10 rings to break open the barrier that is keeping him hidden and is going to allow him to to get free once they realize this is going on all of the Ten Rings guys, whatever's left, they they join up with the uh, the villagers. This mythical yeah. village, they all fight together. There's some cool fight scenes. There's some there's some stupid stuff. Whatever. Um, there's a lot of cool mythical stuff. Um, this this Soul Eater gets out and like immediately attacks Wen Wu. And you see this like moment, like they have this moment where Wenwu is like, "All right, I'm going to let this go." You know, I was wrong. I'm hoping it's, I'm hoping it's, he's having this moment where he realizes he was wrong. You know what I mean? He's Could like, be. he's like, "Yeah, uh, I totally messed up on this one. I thought it was going to be your mom, and it's actually this soul sucking creature that's going to about to take my soul." Yeah. Um, my so, bad. My bad. Have the rings. Do the stuff. You know, avenge me. Um, so there's a lot of cool fighting, um, a lot of, you know, a lot of boring stuff where, like, he's, like, um, Shang-Chi decides to, like, reach out for his sister and keep a hold of her, and he's like, yo, you've got to help this dragon or else we're all going to lose it. While they're trying to sort this out, Katie, of all people, becomes a, like, dead shot with a bow and arrow from, like, I don't know, a mile? I don't know. How far away is that, dude? Seriously. Oh, it's like, yeah, it's like super far. Again, I feel like it's it's another insult to Hawkeye. 
<laughs> I mean, what well, you know, it's like, whatever. Um, I'm not mad at it, but you know, like I said, there are some points where you have to like suspend disbelief. Um, so she shoots an arrow through this creature's throat, where you can see some, you know, some weak weak points. Um, then the dragon gets itself back. They all, between like the Great Protector and Shang Chi, they put this thing down. They 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 defeat it. Um, everyone's happy, I guess. And then yeah, we, sure. and then that's, and then that's pretty much, and you know, that's it. It's, it's like, boom, that's it. Um, they go back to San Francisco. Um, they're hanging out with their friends who they were talking to in the beginning. And it's kind of like this, you know, coming of age, you know, a lot of this stuff is a pseudo coming of age tale where like in the beginning, they're out at a restaurant with their friend and her husband. And she's like, yo, you guys are super smart. You guys are really cool. Why are you like, why are you like not living up to your potential? Then they come back and they're like, yo, we just saved like the world. We saved like this, we saved like this secret village. And then we like save the world from like this soul sucking interdimensional creature. And like, yeah, you guys are just crazy. Now you're just talking crazy. And right. then and Wong shows up and they're like, yo, we got to go. And they have, you know, and then we get to the credits and then we have some credits, you know, we, I mean, that is part of a credit scene, I think. Um, so in one of the credit scenes, they are um, with Wong in, I assume, the Sanctum Sanctorum, looking at the Ten Rings and where these rings may have come from, right? Because in using the rings, it set off all these alarms because, like, yo, these things are pretty powerful. I don't know why it took Shang-Chi to use the rings to set it off. This other dude's been using it for a thousand years and no one seemed to right, care. Right, right. Ancient One didn't give two shits about it. Right, right. No one seemed to care. Um, now, all of a sudden, they care. Anyway. Um, they're talking to like Bruce Banner and um, Carol Danvers, and I forget why Bruce has his arm in a sling. I don't remember. I don't know if that's a thing, um, or if that happened like when he tried. Did did that happen when he tried to use the the um, Infinity Gauntlet? That might have happened when he tries to use the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, that could. Yeah, that could okay. have been it. I can't right. remember. So um, they. They talk about how the, the rings are acting as a beacon. They're sending a beacon to something. Um, so this is that this will be interesting. Um, I'm, I'm assuming this is going to be a Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness um, um, villain tie-in. I forget who the, I forget I, I forget what that creature is called. Oh, but we'll get yeah, to that yeah, in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll get to that in a minute because I want to cover that on the way out the door. Um, and then they have like another post credit at the end, right? Post credit scene. Um, Zhi Ling, who's supposed to be like dismantling the Ten Rings, is like training women and men and like keeping the organization going, yep. which is obviously going to be like, you know, this is like the lead into probably Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, too. Yeah, there is a sequel planned, so that'll probably hundred percent. So, yep. you know, um, all in all. I'm a big fan. I liked it. I thought that um, I liked that there was a very different, um, you know, it's a story that we haven't really cared about or, t or, or really been involved no, in. No, for sure. And I thought it was, I thought the story aspect of it was really good, right? Like, you know, like uh, some of it was contrived, right? But uh, like for the most part, it was decent. I'm, yeah. I'm six, six and a half on it, 6.5, somewhere around there, you know Yeah, I mean? like a seven, I really liked it. I liked that they did like a lot of like, you know, I like, I like the Asian mythology and I like the kind of um, fantastical stuff that they do. Um, very highly rated. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has a lot of good things to say if you believe what they have to say. Um, 
So, you know, all in all, it was good. I, I, I thought I, I liked it. Um, geez, if I say this is a seven, Jesus, what am I going to have to say about Spider-Man? Uh, but anyway, um, definitely, definitely good. Definitely worth seeing. Um, I, you know, he finally watched it for, you know, the whole way through this time. Um, and she yeah, liked it's it a, too. It's a long movie. It's like 220, something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's like 220. Yeah, yeah. It's for that, and that's one of the things. The pacing on it is shit. Like, there's there are times where it's like, hit the fucking fast forward button, and let's get through this. So yeah. that part, there's, and like, this is something I, I'm just noticing in movies. Every movie doesn't need to be an epic. Like right. you could tell if you could tell a story in an hour and a half, tell it in an hour and a half. And let's well, get yeah, I mean, I think that this is a you know one. This is an origin story to a degree, so they're going to take some extra time. Um, there's a lot of really cool like. There's a lot of fun fighting. There's a lot of really fun, fantastical stuff. And I think that that's really important to have in there. I, You know, how much would you really cut out? And where would you cut it? You know what I mean? So it, it gets tougher. I mean, you could cut... I don't even know. I don't even know where you could cut time out. I mean, with, without, without, like, creating, like, weird holes. I don't know. But anyway. I'd have to go through. I, there's definitely, like, interactions that you could cut out or fast forward. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, fast forward, you know, ye dying, and then, like, you go in pretty pretty hard on, like, a lot of other shit that didn't need to go in too hard on, right, in my opinion. But, you know, whatever. It's, you know, it was decent. It wasn't my favorite. It was decent. I I like the subject matter. It could be super cool. It's probably way better than The Eternals. Oh God, we'll we'll see that at some point. I don't know when, but we'll see it. Um, I want to send you something, so um, check your phone real quick. Um, there is a little bit of future imperfect. I really wanted to hit on. I've been really jonesing to hit on this. Um, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is coming up. Um, there is the rumors are just off the charts right now. Um, there are so many different appearances that are expected in this movie. <laughs> I don't know Th- about this, but things are getting wild now. To to the picture, um, there is. Um, These are action figures. No, no, no. Well, yes and no. Um, th- this is probably some sort of a concept art from something. Now, having said that, um, the picture that I sent to Andy, and I'll get to it in a hot second. Um, there's been a lot of rumors about different variants of people showing up. One of those variants is the Illuminati. So there are some rumors out there that the the Illuminati, which is Professor Xavier, yep, yep. Uh, Tony Stark, yep. um, Black Bolt, um, uh, Namor, and uh, Doctor Strange will appear in this movie. Now, you know whose multiverse's version. Is anybody, Strange. Yeah, is right. anybody's guess. But there's also going to be definitely a World War Hulk movie. We are definitely going to have this movie. It is coming. Yeah. Um, it's probably a couple years away, but it's definitely coming. Um, the lead into World War Hulk was the Illuminati conspiring to shuttle Hulk off world. Now, having said that, they've already done that in another movie. Uh, I don't know if it was Thor Ragnarok or if it was another movie, but we definitely saw parts of Planet Hulk and some of that that kind of that kind of shit jettisoning jettisoning Hulk off Earth in other movies. So it's a little weird. Also, Baron Mordo is going to be in the movie, obviously. Um, yep. After the first Doctor Strange movie, Baron Mordo decided to go out and say, "Yo, there's too many sorcerers. I'm going to start killing some." Um, 
So there is some discussion where this still shot that I sent you was from, um, I, I'm trying to remember if it was like uh, like Latin America, Marvel or something, but it had gotten like, it had gotten loose. And there was a suggestion that um, Baron Mordo, a Baron Mordo, could be any Baron Mordo, um, was going to in the process of whittling down some of these sorcerers, deliver Doctor Strange to someone. Now, who, which Doctor Strange could this be? No one knows. Yeah, it, I mean, it's uh, this is all speculation. Very much so. But we are the image does not look legit to me. I'm just gonna I'm going well, right out with saying it, and I'm like, mm, I think it's concept I've, art, and I don't. Um, don't do not be surprised. I I I am like I would seventy thirty. I'm like seventy thirty that this is going to be a thing. Um, if, if we're going to get any of this 2080. stuff, that's cool. 2080. Um, we'll get back to it. But there was a lot of talk about Patrick Stewart being in this movie. He said he wasn't going to be in any movies, but he also said he talked this to Kevin Feige. This is concept art. This is the worst concept art I've it's, ever seen. It's concept art for, for like a part of, for like a scene. It doesn't have to be super accurate. It just has to be. Have right? you looked at concept art before, though? I mean, like, if so, I've seen worse. Artist. I've seen black and white drawings that are concept art for films, yeah, yeah, for yeah. film scenes. So it's like this yeah, could but be anything. You wouldn't go that that this much into the background. Like they made like the textures, yeah. but like, but like Doctor Strange looks like an action figure. This is why I have a problem with it. Okay, I mean that's through, that's cool. They've gone through, and the the lighting from this thing is you can see the reflection of it on the floor. So you get the concept that this is some sort of metallic floor or yep. something like that, right? Oh yeah, sure. But these three characters are the most unnatural. They like they look like action figures. I know. I I, and I, I thought it was that. I thought it was a playset when you sent it to me. I was like, and, oh, what play? Well, like when it when it's small like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, what uh, they yeah. already put out toys and it's so, not. Um, look closer. So there are. I, I see the Illuminati stuff on the wall. So the the impression the impression right is that there is. Someone has captured Doctor Strange. It looks like these are like Ultron bots, and they are delivering him to what appears to be a Professor X. You if you look, these are Ultron bots. It looks like they could be, right? I'm just saying that this is, you know, the, these these are possible. Remember, this is a multiverse movie. You can take a lot of liberties. I, I get it. I get it. I now, get it. Now look look behind Professor X. There is someone <sighs> there. It is probably a Baron Mordo. Now have, this what? could be nothing. But this could also be something. Um, but this was you, are, you have gone fucking full Patton Oswald with this. This has been that, that could this, be that could be Baron Mordo. Uh, I I mean I that could be anything. Right? This has like, been out in the ether for a while now. This still this picture is is months old. The rumors regarding Patrick Stewart being in this movie have not stopped, and no one has said otherwise. There is a possibility that you could see. A ton of people in this movie playing all kinds of different versions of characters, different I, well, multiverses I mean, I think, characters. I think that'd be sweet. Isn't Umagora the the big bad in this? Yes, uh, Umagora or whatever we call him, Shug Shug Shug. Uh, Sh Sh Shug Niggeroth is one of the other names that he has. There's a bunch of different names, um, but it's but it's it is basic. It's basically a Beyonder. Uh, or a beholder type of you know creature if you care if you recognize the be beholders from like D and D mythology, um, but anyway, I'm just saying that there's a lot. There is so much that can happen in this movie, and so many different types of characters. We've already seen there's going to be a Bizarro Doctor Strange. It very well could be the power hungry one from from the What If episode. 
Which would be cool, but what would also be cooler, like, I dig all this, right? But, like, as a Doctor Strange fan of the comic, yeah, I mean, like, I, I think having Baron Mordo hunting down sorcerers, like, that's kind of cool. You get in the multiverse, but, like, man, you know what would be even cooler is if they brought in, like, a brother voodoo or something like that. Give as, it time. You're, 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 don't jump the shark on this. You're, you're, talk, you're talking to the, bringing in the Illuminati and Planet Hulk. Right, and like well, remember, give there, time on Brother Voodoo. This is like core Doctor Strange shit right here. There is, you know I, mean, what I mean, remember the overarching, like the the way that Marvel's phases overarc and work. Right, a lot of this right now is going to be multiverse centered. You're going to see this as they get into Phase Five. Like they're going to have, we already know there's going to be Kang. We are like there are there is going to be a lot of stuff going on, and it would not that be could be Kang the Conqueror behind. Professor X uh, on this place. It too. could be. It's very possible. So it's possible. It could. It could literally be anybody of possible African descent. It could be uh, Black Panther. It, it literally could be. Yeah, it could it's, be anybody. But anyway, I saw it this could a while even ago. Not be a person. It, uh, it's possible. Uh, it's a person. But um, I, like I saw this a while ago. I thought it was really interesting. The rumors have 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 ramped up into overdrive since this came out, as far as like who all is gonna be in this movie and what roles they're gonna play. Um, if, um, I mean, No Way Home did a fairly good job of like making us believe that a lot of this could very well be true. It just depends on how long this movie's slated to be. And, you know, I mean, this movie's probably almost done. I mean, as far as like filming, they're probably oh, yeah, yeah, done yeah. with this. Um, so, you know, it just depends on how long it's going to be. My guess is it's going to be well over two hours, um, but we'll see. I just wanted to touch on it because it had been out it's there. It's a Marvel movie. It's going to be well over two hours. Yeah, sure. but and, and we love Doctor Strange. I want to I want to shoehorn him in. Um, I just thought it was really something that I didn't want to sit on anymore because it, I've been sitting on it for a little while, and I was just like, "Yo, you got to see this. This is this is crazy concept art that got. It, it's a crazy shot that got leaked. What it." You know what it is? I don't know. Could it, it be fan art? I don't may, know. It maybe got leaked. It yeah. maybe got leaked. It's, it's out in the ether. It could be anything, but it could it could be anything. It's also really super interesting, and it leads into the theory that there's going to be a lot of different people playing a lot of different Marvel characters from a lot of different multiverses in this movie, and it, that's it what be, I'm excited about. No, for sure. I think that'd be great. It would be such an odd thing to throw like Professor X and and like the existence of mutants in Doctor Strange. But like whatever. I mean, if they do it, they do it, and hopefully they do it well. Um, you know, my my some of the reasoning I have for this is because they have to. Um, they've got to get. Um, we've got to get uh, Scarlet Witch over as a super powerful character by now. By the time this movie comes out, she will have been a very powerful. She will have. Be, she will probably be more powerful than Doctor Strange. Remember, she has the Dark Hold. Um, there is a lot of you know magic in there. Um, she's brood. She's a brooding, pissed off mother of 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 fake twin kid of fake boys. I don't even know. Yeah, right, right. She, you know she's, I mean? ment she's mentally, she's mentally unstable. Right. Um, and yeah, like she is the Scarlet Witch. The Scarlet Witch has the potential to be more powerful yes. than the Sorcerer Supreme. Doesn't mean that she will be. I don't. So, so what? There's if, only a couple of runs where the Scarlet Witch actually does wind up becoming more powerful yeah. than the Sorcerer Supreme. But that. that but wouldn't it be fun if she goes to a multiverse looking for her kids and meets that multiverse's version of the Illuminati and just offs them? I'm just saying. I mean, would it be fun? Yeah, maybe. Like, not in a Doctor Strange movie, though. Like, I'd rather have Brother Voodoo. 
I mean, you got to wait a little longer for that, buddy. You got to wait. Nah. No, I don't. I nah, don't. Son. I don't. I don't. Because if I like Doctor Strange, I want to see a Doctor Strange movie. And that's what I want. And, like, I like, you know, like, I appreciate all the, the setup. But, man, can we just get past some of the phases and just do some standalone <laughs> shit and just have, like, like, why does everything got to take five years? And, like, why, why do it? Like, sometimes just make a movie or make a TV show and make it be interesting and entertaining and not, and not be like, well, you know what this did? This set up for this. And it's like, yeah, but it's a two and a half hour setup, man. Yeah, I mean, I. this is the way that the Marvel Universe works right now. And it's impossible to hate on what they're doing, right? Because they've been so successful at it. The story arcs have worked really well in the way that they've spaced them out. Um and I they, feel like I'm not going to like the Eternals. I don't know. No one cares about the Eternals. The Eternals yeah. is almost completely irrelevant. It's only a setup for the Black Knight being in the Avengers. End of story. We're going to watch it. We're going to hate it. I know. But... And it, but, but it's like, why? Do you, and that's that's my point. Why do I need a two and a half hour setup for the Black Knight to be in the Avengers? Like, just right. give me an because hour some, TV episode. Because some dipshit in Marvel's offices thought that this that this that this product that no, that very few people actually cared about was going to be something that they could sell. And they were wrong, and we all knew it was coming, and it was wrong, and it's not going to make any money, and it probably didn't, but nevertheless. So I agree. It's, you know, nobody cares about it, um, and it's a throwaway, but there are occasionally some throwaways in all this, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely some throwaways in all this. There you go. There's, there's definitely some throwaways in all this. But anyways, that is all the time we have for today. As always, uh, I don't know. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for doing some kung fu fighting with us and 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 listening to us to talk about <laughs> what could be the greatest or worst Doctor Strange movie ever. Now I'm terrified, right? Like, I was like, there's going to be some cool... Like, I was hoping, like, somehow they'd lead up to, like, Morpheus the Living Vampire and then tie in, like, Blade and all that. Like, you could get all you of that You need to give that time, stuff. buddy. You need to give yeah. that time. I think... No, I, I think we yeah. could just start going there now. Like, you need to wait until, taking you need that to wait until Midnight comes out. You need to wait until Midnight comes out. You need to wait until Blade comes out. And then you'll see the Midnight Suns and all of that stuff happen. But you yeah. got to wait, buddy. You, you're, you're jumping the shark here. No, 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 I'm not. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, wanting to, I'm wanting to get off this road that takes me to having an East Coast Avengers and a West Coast Avengers. I'm wanting to get off this train and just go over to the to the defenders. That's all I'm trying to do. <laughs> Dear Lord. Dear Lord. I I like I I don't know. Would I watch a movie where the Avengers were like Hercules and Wolverine? Probably. Like I wouldn't Why mind not? that all that much. Fuck yeah. Well, I also heard that they may be bringing Hercules into the MCU, and that would be kind of an exciting thing. Yeah. 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 Just be patient. All good well, ca- all all good things. Come. My patience is wearing thin. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't know. Like we need to, we need to hit the gas on this. So I think in summary, Shang Chi and the Ten Rings has like around a sixish, sixish for me. It's a sevenish for Pat on that ten percent chocolate stout. You know, you know it. Now you, if you don't know, now you know. And uh, again, in summary, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife nine point five. 
Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for stopping by. If you're going to spend two hours and 20 minutes, go see Ghostbusters Afterlife. Deuce. <laughs>